Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Friday afternoon, we are one hour away, J-Rod, from Tiger Woods teeing off for round number two of the Genesis Invitational. And uh, everybody's excited, man. Two under yesterday. He's only five shots back of the lead, so we'll see what he can do today. We also have NBA All-Star Weekend starting, which brings us into our next guest, Sean Little, who's a sports and betting analyst for MSG Networks and host of the No Catch-Up podcast sean it's and he's also able i mean i don't think he's going to be durant for the record he's not a scorer yeah, yeah. he's not an assassin offensively like that again man is this one of your favorite times of the year in the nba oh i wouldn't go that far but i do enjoy <laughs> the all-star game i i'm more of a i like i like the for, what's starting to rise up the ranks in my favorite is the play-in spot those seem to be very fun the last few years I like the All-Star game. I wouldn't say it's my favorite time of the year. I'm, I'm a playoffs guy. Yeah, for me, I think it's always interesting when the All-Star game is in a one of those cities, one of those markets, you know, like Salt Lake City. I, I don't know if I, if I want to spend the weekend in Salt Lake City, uh, uh, you know, staring at nine games, you know, maybe going to the Bahamas, to, you know, nine days off, spending four days in Salt Lake City. But it'll be good for the young kids, I guess, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they, they get to be a part of an all-star weekend. They'll, it's going to be a good time. The NBA does a really good job of putting on events like this, no matter where it's at. I'm sure some people, some younger, some young fellows weren't too excited about going to Salt Lake, but I'm sure they'll find a party or two and they'll, they'll be able to have a good time. What do you think is the best all-star event to bet, just value-wise? You know, is it the slam dunk? Is it the three-point? Is it one of the skills competitions? Like, what do you think is the best one to bet? Yeah, so we could definitely scratch off the slam dunk because there's a, there's judges involved and who knows what they're thinking. There's a lot of different nuanced stuff. My favorite piece to bet, an event to bet, is the three-point contest. Mm. I think anybody could win it because anybody could get hot in a stretch. All you got to do is get hot two or three times. The next thing you know, you're raising the trophy. I think um, I like Tyrese Halliburton at plus 650. 
I like to look at guys that don't use a lot of energy in their jump shot for, for contests like this. For example, Dame Lillard has a very compact for a three-point style contest. He doesn't even jump on his. But like a guy like Kevin Herter, he's getting up like a full jump jump shot, essentially, how he shoots him out in Sacramento. So those are the guys I wouldn't want to back. I like Halliburton at plus 650. I thought the outrage for my guy Julius Randle sneaking in, he's at plus 800 to win the contest, was a little harsh. He's been shooting the ball really, really well this year. He's like top seven or eight in the league and made threes. I thought that was uh, a little harsh to to kill Julius Randle for getting in. I I and in any of these contests, I have a hard time going with the favorite. Buddy Heald's obviously been burning the net down for the Pacers, but at four twenty five, I'm looking at Halliburton at plus six fifty. Marketing's also plus six fifty. Those are good numbers. Yeah, that's a good call. I'm, I, I live down in Miami, so where everybody's rooting for Tyler Hero just so we can see a snarl and anything like that. But the <laughs> one good thing about the the new style where there's a draft, and now that we're doing it, you know, pregame like this, the big thing is who's going to be the number one pick uh, in the game when they do the draft. So where where are you leaning on who should be the number one pick or who will be the number one pick? Yeah, it was funny that Giannis asked. They or they asked Drew Holiday about this yesterday on TNT during the Bulls game, and he uh, Drew Holiday said, "I hope Giannis picks me first, but if he doesn't pick <laughs> me first, and I'm not gonna be, I, I won't be too offended." Man, it's tough. The first pick, it could be a, a whole range of guys. I would have to say, oh, man, it's 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 really tough. Who has the first pick? Does LeBron or Giannis have the first pick? You know, question. that's a good question. I'm yeah, going to say LeBron. I mean, yeah, it's got to be Luka. The right answer is usually LeBron for everything. So I'm going to say LeBron. <laughs> no, that's a that's actually a good point. I, I mean, it's got to be Luka. He's at the top of the list, of course. There's a there's so many superstars in the NBA. If you don't pick Luka, there's, there's not a lot of guys you can go wrong with. Sean, I thought this was an interesting market, and you can bet this right now on BetMGM. Which team will finish the season with the most regular season wins. You have the Celtics at minus 125, Bucks at plus 225, and the Nuggets at plus 325. And you look at them right now, Boston's got 42 wins, Milwaukee and Denver both have 41. So it's right there. I don't think you can lay the juice with Boston. Maybe you can. I see value in Denver there. What are your thoughts? I would avoid Denver just because there's some teams in the West that are coming. Like the Clippers are on their way up the ranks. We know Phoenix. If you look at Phoenix's record without Book and KD now coming in the fold, they were still on their way up in the West. Now they get D-Book back and then they add Kevin Durant. They're on the way. I would avoid Denver just for that aspect. They do win all games in Denver. So that that's a big plus if you're looking at that spot. Milwaukee is probably your your best bet. They're playing insane ball right now. They've won 12 in a row now going into the break. The only thing about Milwaukee that bothers actually bothers me a little bit is I feel like the last couple years, they've been resting on their laurels with Giannis. Like, Giannis is going to get it done, no problem. I love the addition of Jay Crowder, boss man 99, but he's also old. Robin Lopez is old. Ingles is old. They have a bunch of old guys that they're adding here. And I feel like they should be just emptying the clip 
and trying to go get some more help for Giannis, and they haven't done that the last couple of years. Then we see Giannis go down with a wrist. If he, if anything happens to him, they're going to have an extremely hard time. Middleton's been in and out of the lineup, so I, I, I think you'll be able to get that minus one twenty five number on Boston here in a couple of weeks if if that if that prop is still available. But I would look at the plus money with Milwaukee. And confirmed, LeBron does have the number one pick in the draft. So that's that's been that's been confirmed now. All right. So you know, in the East, Sean, we've we've been hearing a lot of talk about Boston and Milwaukee and Brooklyn because of their trades and what's going to happen with the Knicks. The one team that seemingly isn't is below the radar are the Sixers. I haven't been reading a lot of about them. They're thirty-eight and nineteen, third in the East. Where is Philly in this kid? Especially now with the Giannis injury, can they sort of make a move in here? Yeah, we got to find out some more info on Giannis and see how that wrist, how hurt the actual wrist is. Philly, listen, during the regular season, I like Philly. They're great. I think I'm with everybody else. We They're a really hard team to trust. I, I love Embiid, of course. He, he has just taken – since he's taken his body very seriously the last three years and has gotten in tip-top shape, I know you guys remember the, the the famous clip of him sitting on the stretching board eating a hamburger. He doesn't do that type of stuff anymore. Since he started to take his body seriously and has been in tip-top shape, he's been insane when he's on the floor. I love Embiid. I'm not worried about him. It's James Harden. We know his history in the playoffs. And say what you want about Doc Rivers. If you think he's a good coach, he's a bad coach, whatever, he hasn't gotten it done in the playoffs. That's the only thing that's the question mark out there. I like Philly. I like what they've been doing. They've been playing really, really good basketball since, like, first week of December. They're playing insane. So, I love Maxie. Another guy that I have a hard time with is, like, their their bench. Niang is good, but he's hot and cold. Um, There's a lot of different things with Philly that, that give you pause. But they've been playing really well. A couple weeks ago, they were plus 1,400 to win the East. Now they're down to plus 450 or so. So they're they're coming. Can they compete in the playoffs? We'll see. It's tough to trust Doc. It's also tough to trust Embiid, you know, to just stay healthy for a playoff run. It seems like he's always getting banged up. Talking with Sean Little here on BetQL Daily, PJ Glasser, and Jim Rodriguez. Let's look at the Western Conference, Sean. The New Orleans Pelicans, man, that's a team I've loved from the start, and they just can't stay healthy. More Zion news coming out that he's going to be sidelined. Is it officially time to start being panicked about the Pelicans? Like, are you worried? Yeah, no question. They sit in the seven right now. They're 30 and 29, but the three guys behind them are all a game back. Utah, Oklahoma City has been playing their tail off for – the entire season now, everybody's been waiting for those guys to slow up. They've been playing extremely hard. Yeah, it's time to worry because if they don't have Zion in the fold, they're not going to get anything done. They just don't have the bodies. They don't have the scoring. They can't score enough to keep up. Zion is such a force when he goes to the basket and is on the floor. He's giving you 28 at night. So it's hard to fill those holes with a guy like him coming off the floor for an extended period of time. And I also feel like it weighs on the guys on the team when it's like, oh, Zion's out again. When's he coming back? We don't know. And it's tough to it's tough to keep that energy. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sean, talking about uh, keeping up some energy, Kyrie, obviously, uh, much ballyhoos, goes to the Mavericks. They haven't had much success with him there. Him and Luka together, they've only played two games lost both of them where do you see the Mavs here you know is 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 this a team that is ready is this a team that's going to figure it out and and Jason Kidd man you talk about having your hands full with that yeah that's (laughs) Jason Kidd's hands are full for sure um we we have to wait and see two games is is a small sample size of course and and we'll see how it shakes out but like I said speaking of New Orleans Dallas is only a game above them in the six to to make the playoffs outright and not have to worry about the playing. So we'll see how it shakes. But I'll say this. I do want to talk. This guy, Luka Doncic, I don't really understand. Until he takes his body seriously and starts getting in real shape, it's going to be an issue for the Mavericks going forward. He had nine days off. it It was a mix of an injury. He was coming back. He worked himself back. Nine days later, he comes back and looks like he put on six, seven pounds. He's huffing and puffing every game up and down the floor. He's chugging water. He was tired in the first quarter the other night. And then uh, yesterday, he is on the press conference. They ask him what he's looking forward to uh, for the All-Star break. He's like, yeah, going to Mexico on Sunday. So I'm afraid that, Jan- that Luke is going to come back and be even more out of shape than he already was. There can't be a nine-day stretch where you come back and you're out of shape in the NBA. Until he starts taking his body seriously – he, is, he, he uses the ball too much. His usage rate is too high for him to not be in tip-top shape, and he starts to fade down the stretch. He's done in the playoffs previously. So that's what worries me about Dallas because if Luka's not ready to go, they're going to be in trouble. What about the Memphis Grizzlies? John Morant might be my favorite player to watch in the NBA, but, man, I think he messed up when he told everybody he's good in the West, you know, <laughs> because I don't think he's good anymore. Where does Memphis fit? in all this in your eyes do you still think they're kind of a piece away maybe Memphis is still a top three team in the west no matter what John Morant says the way they get out in transition they they're the best team in the fast break and then in the half court they have trouble offensively in the half court they can still get to the paint John Morant is one of the best in the paint in the league but they added Luke Kennard he hit two threes the other night they needed some desperately needed some half-court shooting to complement Desmond Bain. That's maybe the, the the two underrated deals that aren't being talked about enough at the deadline are Luke Kennard to Memphis and then Plumlee to the Clippers. They needed some extra bigs. They got another big in Plumlee who plays hard, rebounds, runs the floor. That's what the Clippers needed. Luke Kennard was a good addition for Memphis. I think they're, they're going to be a top two, top three team in the West, Memphis is going to be. When it gets to the playoffs – if you could slow those guys up and put them in the half court and make them score in the half court and they, they can't just turn you over and get out in transition and do what they want to do, then they might be – they're easier out, I would say. 
Listen, I've always said that the the leagues are better when the marquee heritage, you know, franchises are are doing well. You know, the the Yankees, the Patriots, the, the, the leagues need that because a you need villains and you need dynasties. The Lakers hovering around there, two games out of the play-in game. They'd have to jump over two teams. Look, probably the best they've looked all year when they had all their pieces in their win against the Pelicans. They still have LeBron. Where do you see the Lakers moving forward from this? Are they getting to the playoffs? Are they going to be able to make a run? Yeah, people are people are buying the Lakers after one ball game. You know how it goes. It, it all depends on LeBron James. If he, if he feels like, well, let's actually look at what's happened in L.A. He got there. He knew we didn't have the pieces to win the title. He took the back half of the year off until AD showed up. AD shows up. They go to the bubble. They get the title. He plays. He plays all the games. This year, he starts doing the Kyrie stuff. He's sending out tweets. Um, maybe it's me. All this other stuff, which is something that obviously he's saying he doesn't like how it feels in the locker room. Russell leaves. They add Rui Hachimura. They add D'Lo and D'Angelo Russell, which are – they made some great moves. I, I love the moves that they were able to add. But then LeBron LeBron scores 38 at will to break the record, then takes a week off, goes to the Super Bowl, hangs out, and comes back. It, it, it all depends on what LeBron thinks. If he thinks this team can actually make a, a real push in the playoffs, he'll start to show up every night and score 30-plus. If that's the case, I think they could get back to the six. It'd be a, it'd be a long road, but they could grind it out. At the very least, they'll, they'll make the play-in with a shot to make the playoffs. Yeah, the Lakers on the outside looking in right now, just two games back of OKC for that 10 spot in the West. Sean, it was great seeing you, man. We appreciate the time. Enjoy All-Star Weekend. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Be good. Great stuff there from Sean Little, sports and betting analyst for MSG Networks and host of the No Catch-Up podcast. We're up against a break here on BetQL Daily. PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez, final segment of our number one coming up next. We're ranking all the different All-Star games. What does J-Rod think is first? Well, you're going to have to come back and find out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 